Put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Hey guys, welcome to What's Your Jersey Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and thanks for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day or a great night or a great, I don't even know, afternoon. Uh, I felt like doing the opening of the podcast right now because uh, my main squeeze and I, who's been on the podcast before, if you're a returning listener, um, if not, thanks for joining us. Um, we just witnessed the longest World Series game that's ever occurred. Uh, it was game three. That is correct. Game three. And we're seven do- and a half hours. Seven and a half hours. We're doing this um, podcast open at tw- one o'clock in the morning LA time, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, that means it's a four o'clock in the morning in Boston. So, the, um, you know, the bars. I was just thinking, what do you think the bars were doing in Boston? I think they're still open. If you're a meatball, I call my listeners meatballs. If you're a meatball that lives in Boston, please. Yeah. I mean, I mean, email. I would imagine New York would I like. I want to know. New York could be open, but like if it was in LA and we had that situation, they probably just wouldn't serve, but they would leave the doors open. And if you worked at that bar, you'd be miserable. Miserable. Awful. Yeah. So 18 innings, Max Muncy, home run. Is, is that why we, field. the Dodgers won? The Dodgers did win. God. So that's why we had to wait until the wee hours of the morning to do this so we could report on it. And that's the series now two to one, uh, Boston. Uh, the reason I was really, really excited is because now I know I can go to the game. <laughs> He's bragging already, guys. I'm bra- I was, I was supposed, to, I was, I had tickets for my special birthday, and that was on Sunday. And I wasn't going to be if they got swept, then I wouldn't have any game to go to. But now there's definitely going to be a game on Sunday. Yay! Yay! Yay. And it, Jacqueline's voice is, is hoarse from yelling at the TV for uh, the last seven and a half hours. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, so, also it's hoarse because I performed today outdoors. Oh well, yes, <laughs> I did have a microphone in my hand though. It wasn't like I was yelling. Right. But there was a big crowd. We did like a charity comedy show for homeless veterans at the um, veteran hospital in West L.A. And it was really, really cool. And um, there was food and there was all these like we showed up and there was this amazing choir and jazz band playing. And it was just a really cool thing to see a whole community get together. And there was you know, certain veterans that are doing fine and great and other ones that were homeless and kind of down on life right now. And I think laughter is the best thing to bring people together. Absolutely. And I think it's always nice to see people go out of their way. You'd be surprised when you really dig into it, what people are willing to do and how they're willing to help for a good cause. And that's cool that you did that too. Oh, thank you. I know I'm an angel. I did it. You're an angel. They, I was shocked. They, re- they really responded to my um, jokes about being Italian and from New Jersey, and there wasn't. Yeah, that that one really gets to homeless on their. Feet. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> huh, okay, you guys like this? I brought some old stuff back though about how when I walked down the street, spaghetti's just coming out of my asshole. Spaghetti? Yeah, because of all the wow, Italian a, last names in my family. Brow stuff. That's for a you, lot. Right? I know. Well, I never heard it. of spaghetti. I don't think I would be it's dating one today of the first if I heard. Anyway, that's why I'm hoarse. Um, So it's your birthday week. My birthday week is on right now. 
It's happening. And it's very special. Jack was made, just so everyone knows, Jack was made by birthday week special. I get woken up with presents every day. <laughs> and this morning I woke up and I said, are you sure you're not the tooth fairy? <laughs> or maybe even Santa Claus? Because <laughs> how do I wake up and there's like an envelope that happened to be signed like and written about stuff I just dreamt about? And then it's like sitting on my alarm clock right next to my head, and I didn't even wake up. I almost feel violated. I'm actually the internet. Like, I hear you talking about things, and they appear in the apartment. Right. You're like, uh, you're like Instagram. I'm like an Instagram ad yeah. service. That's, that's, do you like it though? Like, I feel like people listening, like, what do you prefer? Because I don't know, does it take away from your actual birthday day to be getting like presents for like seven days straight? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, they do it for Hanukkah. That's what I was thinking. We don't celebrate Hanukkah, but I assume that's something like that. But there's no like big, happy, big day at the end. So I kind of like it. I also think it takes pressure off of like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what, what, what if I'm going to be able to do a birthday week for you, but uh, I guess now I feel like I no, have to. No, this isn't happening again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once someone said like, oh my God, she's so good to you. And I'm like, guys, it's like the first time we live together. Yeah. This is, this is the last time this is ever happening. I mean, I expect it from you, but. Well then, well, yeah. It's in, once I even this late, we're done. We're done with this birthday I'm too birthday busy week. for the shit. No, I love you. That's fine. Um, it's, you it's also, you, like you like, so you like it. So you recommend. Yeah, I like little, I like little treats. I, I like the way you do it. It's just like, like I said, I wake up and there's like almost like Christmas morning. And so, and they're not like. What not, do you think you're getting tomorrow? I don't know, but I think it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I, don't I get you like a box of Tic Tacs. I, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I think it's crazy to go to spend. You know, like every day we we spend together. And we, I really wish it could be like a singing telegram. It's not that. Like I'm, I'm going to be the singing. Telegram. You are. We'll talk about this. I'm sure in your next podcast, or you will. Well, you guys know um, how much I love Lady Gaga, and I've talked way too much about A Star Is Born. I feel like I should be getting paid by Bradley Cooper to promote the movie. Um, <laughs> that's Tommy rolls his eyes. Um, and we're going as Allie and Jackson, Maine, for Halloween tomorrow. Yep. Really excited about this. He is really excited about it. He's not acting excited yep, about it the, right now. At the wig shop today, the lady said, oh my God, you are almost a spinning image of Bradley Cooper with this wig on. You've really committed to this role. Mm-hmm. Um, I did tell him what I was doing last night. I respect it a lot. He was wearing one of the wigs that he got for this. He got two, just in case. Um, the guitar he ordered for this, <laughs> and he sat with his guitar and learned shallow, <laughs> and was singing. And Jack was really tired because she had a long day, and she yeah. was not interested in hearing it all. My like, babe, wake all. up, wake up! He kept waking what, me up. What, what are the lyrics? How does um the shallows go? You're like, uh, and then she just like the pulled shallows it up, pulled is it a up movie up. with Blake Lively. First of all, shallow right, the show, right? <laughs> so she she pulled it up on her phone and just like gave it to me. And <laughs> it's and like, listen to over. it. It's on iTunes. <laughs> no, I'm not buying it. But you don't yes, have to. I, I have Apple Music. You don't have to buy anything. I buy it for us. Yeah, okay. So what do we got? What anyway, we guys, it's uh, like very your, exciting. Podcast about? Well, also, I want you to tell the meatballs about cryotherapy. You did that for the first time today, too. I did. We went to a cryo cafe. So hook us up with some free uh, sessions. Yeah. It was, it was good. Um, I just felt like... I just, they don't know. I did basically put your, head, your heads out of this little can. And then they freeze you. 
My body temperature got to about 70-something degrees. Apparently, that's good enough for um, the blood to rush from your extremities and go to protect your uh, internal organs. And then they ru- rush back into the place that need it most um, when it's done. Or at least that's how they explain it to me. Uh, and I felt good. I felt revived. And then I felt sore later, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We took crew box, so we took a boxing class right before it, which was also a new thing for both of us. Um, God, we just sound like the most annoying couple. We're like, so Uh, we don't sound very high energy. We're being um, a star is born for Halloween. We went to crowd therapy. We woke up this morning and then we went to to gym together and had tea. We were like Victoria's Secret models today, basically. Yeah, only we. Did but I don't we, normally live like that. Normally, no. uh, it's, it's yeah, very, guys, it's like, very ugly. We're not morning. this basic and annoying. I'm so sorry. But I do recommend cryotherapy. They At Cryo Cafe, I'm sure they do this at other places, but Cryo Cafe is on ClassPass. I'm obsessed with ClassPass recently. I'm um, starting to do. Yeah. And it's on there. And you can do this cryofacial where they basically just like freeze your face for 10 minutes. And there's these essential oils they spray on you. It's this whole thing. But you do feel tighter and... I don't know. Yeah, I don't just more alive. Yeah, for yeah. a while you I was in a really did. good mood when I left. It raises it's like hanging out with L Woods all the time. Mm. Right? It raises your endorphins. Um, you know what else raises your endorphins? Listening to books on Audible. Oh, raises my immune system too. He's been having to listen to this and I'll tell you guys more about it later. Um I've talked about the Haunting of Hill House. Well, I found that book on Audible and I've been obsessed with listening to it. Um, but I have a special deal. Uh, Audible is sponsoring the podcast this week and I just want to let you guys know, start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free. All you have to do is go to audible.com slash jersey, J-E-R-S-E-Y, or even easier, just text jersey, J-E-R-S-E-Y, to 5005 zero zero two get started guess what tommy caprio we're gonna get this podcast started let's do it i know i feel bad you're not my actual guest this week that's okay it's okay my guest this week talks a lot about stuff that i think you'd be interested in though all right well then i'll when i listen to he talks about like living with a girlfriend he talks a lot of sports oh so it is a halloween scary episode it's well kind of yeah he um (laughs) he's the joke there Oh. <laughs> oh, it's so late. I missed that joke. I hope you guys got it. Uh, you guys are going to love it, though. Um, he talks about, you know, having his own business and just starting up, changing careers. Um, it's really cool. I think you're going to love it. I loved having you here. This is really special, Tommy. Yeah, anytime you need me. This is great. Um, go Dodgers. There's still more World Series. Yep, you guys are going to learn. We got to win a couple more here and, and make it a series. Yeah, and again, thank you guys for listening. And I love, love, love hearing from you, um, especially on my Instagram stories. It's really fun just getting little DMs. I love it when you say hi. And also, you can email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. Everyone, enjoy. Ralph Tedesco. <laughs> Got it. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> All right, meatballs. Uh, we've been laughing for the past probably like 20 minutes, so I figured maybe I should start recording with my guest this week. Uh, I love having people on that I've known for more than like 10 minutes. It's always great. And my guest this week, I've known, I've known you for uh, over a decade. 
A de- uh, ten, 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. No, I think it's longer. Maybe? It's, it's longer. That's 11. You guys don't care about that, though. No. Um, no. <laughs> guys. I feel I feel so proud because you know when you're friends with someone and you're just like oh yeah that's my friend but like you don't realize all the cool shit they've actually accomplished and done that's how I felt when I decided to google you this morning and maybe see what you've really accomplished mm. stop looking at me like that <laughs> you um, me. you're kind of a big deal you are a big deal um <laughs> you are my mom at? uh meatballs right now sitting across from me i have the co-founder and head of film and television at zenoscope entertainment that's how i say it I've only worked you for right. you before. <laughs> you were, Jack. He was a booth model. <laughs> and you're also a co-founder of the whole entire company, which is, you know, the kind. The entire company. Yeah, yes. The entire company. You guys have a TV series on the Sci-Fi Network called Van Helsing. Yes. That's a huge deal. You have a lot of stuff in development we're going to tell you guys all about. And I think this is your best credit. Um, you've played Tony in Tony and <laughs> Tina's Wedding. It is my best credit. Right. For many years. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Ralph Tedesco. Thank you, Jackie. You're, I am scaring you. I him. like that you had to Google me to find out what I do. <laughs> I've known Jackie for 11 years, but she finally Googled me. <laughs> Have uh, you ever Googled me? <clears throat> no. Yeah. Okay. Thank Should you. I? Yeah, maybe. Maybe you'd find some I just stuff know out. what you do. You know. I already know everything. Because you're on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. I, I see your stories. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Ralph likes my stories. And I'm I like, do. those are filters. I love your filters. <laughs> <laughs> you look gorgeous in your Well, filters. it's because I... I don't know about you guys listening. I have a face that I have like rounder, bigger features. So those filters kill it for me. They give me bone structure. Right. Yeah. The they... bone structure filter is oh. great. <laughs> it's a great filter. Like you probably look You're scary so on look, Instagram. She looks exact. She looks the same. So she's just being modest. Um, I don't right now. I had a really embarrassing thing happen this morning. What did you do? Um, so I have you seen the TV show, The Haunting of Hill House yet? On no, Netflix? I am supposed to. Wa- I have to watch. I yelled at you two nights ago about so, watching it. You weren't the only one, but yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Are other people saying like, holy shit? Yeah. You know, um, my it's friend. scary though, right? Oh, I haven't slept with the lights off since I finished yeah, who wants, the series. I don't know if I want to like deal with that. <laughs> like, why do I have to have, I don't have an adult man. Like, I don't want to be scared walking around my house that a ghost is going to fucking jump me. If for real? Like, I thought I always loved scary stories and movies until this series came out. <laughs> and now I just lie in bed with the covers over my head. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's a lot. Was Nikki Burnell tweeted out um, that it's like watching the series This Is Us but scary as fuck wow (laughs) yeah like there's heart there's a family there's this it's a really really cool haunted house Interesting. So the tone. Sorry, I'm cutting you. No, off. no, I like it. No, you. The tone. Yes. Soapy tone, maybe. Yes. Soapy with the drama. Horror, with the horror. Oh yeah. Over over tone. Yeah, like one of the one but of the brothers is a okay. drug addict. One of the girls has a lot of like intimacy issues. She's a lesbian. She wears gloves all the time. The other one's very controlling. The other one is a right. writer like yourself, mm-hmm. who puts walls up. Weird. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Do writers Weird. do that? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point of this whole story is, A, this is not a sponsored post, but if you have not seen The Haunted on Netflix and you want to scare the shit out of yourself before Halloween, watch it. It's so fucking good. On top of that, 
Tommy has now been hiding in the apartment and scaring me. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. It's awful. And I, the other night, I was like, I'm getting in the shower. If you're not in this bed, when I get out, I'm not going to like you. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Right. And of course, I get out of the shower and he put pillows in the bed where his body should have been. <laughs> And then he hid in the apartment. Elaborate. Right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Very elaborate, Tommy. <laughs> and there's a whole scene in the TV show. The scariest episode takes place at a funeral home where all of a sudden the two girls are in the funeral home and like all this banging starts happening on the windows, but no one's there. It's a ghost. So he starts like banging on the walls in different places and just it's not okay. Like walking yeah. around with a cane in the dark. It's scary. It's scary. So I creatively thought it would be funny to put something under his pillow yesterday. Right. <laughs> so when he when he came home from work and I was already out at work, he would see it and be like, "Why is why is the poltergeist doll on my pillow?" <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> oh, forgot to tell that part of the story. He had a pumpkin carving competition at Michael Rosenbaum's house last weekend, who okay. was a past guest on the podcast, and I we had just gone to Halloween Horror Nights. And there was a whole Carrie Ann, like, poltergeist house that was the scariest part of the entire thing. So I said, why don't you carve out a pumpkin, put a little, like, mini TV in there that, like, flashes lights and get a Barbie doll that looks like Carrie Ann and have her up on the TV. Uh, he won the pumpkin carving competition. You. Thank you. You're welcome. He won. <laughs> so when I saw Carrie Ann sitting on our shelf... I was like, oh, this is funny. So I put it under his pillow. I didn't realize that he was going to switch our pillows for some reason. And then this morning I woke up with a red eye. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> because I put red eyeshadow on this one to balance out the redness. Why did you have a red eye? Though? It's I think I got bacteria. Ew, oh, my because... God. It's going to be a pink eye. <laughs> I don't have oh, pink eye. It's not I inside my snoop eye. I and nobody knows the reason. Um, and so I was trying to be cool and funny, but instead I ended up, because apparently he was like, that pumpkin was rotted. That's why I threw it out, and she was in the pumpkin. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. A backfired prank. It backfired, and so now I have a red eye. Aww. But the girl at CVS told me she liked my makeup a lot today. And well, I was that's like, good. That's nice. Yeah, I think the way you're seated, I wouldn't like the... You wouldn't notice. Behind you too. Yeah. So. so I think I either right. I think I had like you, an allergic reaction. So you should just put more makeup on it. That's the that's the that's the solve, guys. When you have an infection in your eye, slap as much crap on it as you can. Let it heal properly. Exactly. Perfect. That was see. I won best storyteller in you second did. grade for a reason. I know you you all really suffered through that. Anyway, we are going to before we get long, to that was a long. Segue into how you got pink eye. <laughs> I don't have pink eye. I, I'm just kidding. I promise you, I washed my hands a million times and I didn't touch sure. the food that I put out for you. <laughs> right. I the did hummus not. Hummus and chips and. Well, if you notice, everything is just pre. It's all opened. Like none of that is from my hands. So there. Fine. Anyway, uh, before we get into all things you and why you're so awesome and why you have so many things to teach us, um, <laughs> I do so much. To um, teach. Should we talk just enough? Sports for the week. Oh, okay. Should we do do the whatever, thing? Whatever you want. It's your show. Okay, so Ralph's jersey is 
Philadelphia. You're born in Philadelphia or are you born in Pennsylvania? Philadelphia. Well, uh, right outside of Philadelphia. Right outside of Philadelphia. In a, little, in a town called Abington, which is next to Jenkintown. The reason I bring that up is where Bradley Cooper's from. Also, where the Goldbergs is based out of. So I didn't we know it was based so there. my business partner Joe knows a lot of the um, like same people that Adam Goldberg knows who created the show. Huh. So when we met him, there was like a lot of storytelling going on. It was really cool. Do you have any stories as epic as the one I just told? No, I don't have any <laughs> bacterial infection stories to talk about today. But I'm going to think of one. You're going to think yeah. about it. All right. So um, I don't know why I keep torturing myself and bringing on Philadelphia Eagles yes. fans. Because there oh, was you brought on, Shannon you brought on last on, week. Who? Shannon Lee was my guest oh. last week. And she loves She's the Eagles. She's Eagles fan? Yeah. She, from Philly? Uh, Jersey, okay, but fair. like that's fair. South the Jersey, the South Jersey, South Jersey. Yes, um, I feel like you're going to be really happy about this first topic: Odell Beckham Jr. and mm-hmm. the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like water. <laughs> what? He said that today or yesterday. He said that yesterday. He doesn't like the taste of water. So <laughs> oh, this no. is your this is your starting wide receiver. He's I don't like to I don't like the thing that keeps me alive <laughs> because it doesn't taste good. Why did he say that? No, he's just he's, he's Odell. <gasps> Has he been hanging oh, out sorry, with Kanye? <laughs> sounds like it. it. Sounds like it. it. Sounds like all it. of a sudden Kanye's like fuck a, water. He's wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> <laughs> Which, God by the us. way, I was going to bring this up um, later on. I was going through certain comic books that you have, and oh, you have a Kanye cover. I you have a that. Kanye cover, and, and a then Trump a cover. Trump cover. Yeah, parody covers we done. Those, Those were, are fun. I love them. I think yeah. they're really funny. That was for April Fool's Day. Is the girl on the cover with Kanye supposed to be Taylor Swift? That's Taylor Swift. <gasps> oh. And then the other one is Trump. It's, it was a comic we did called Monster Under the, Monster Under the Bed, and we made it a parody cover. The only thing I don't like about the cover is the hands are too big. His hands are big. Yeah. And we yeah. know that's not. That's not the case. The case. Yeah. But, you um, guys just gave him a lot of credit right there. Why'd you yeah, do that? Well, you know, yeah. I didn't draw it. <laughs> it's but, a good one. It's yeah. an April Fool's Day one. Yeah, you guys Check it out. It's fun. Yeah, it's really good. Anyway, Odell Beckham doesn't like water. He also is saying because the Giants owner John Mara this week said, I wish he would just create the headlines by his play on the field as opposed to what he says and what he does off the field. I think he needs to do a little more playing and a little less talking, which I agree with. To a certain extent, mm-hmm. because I feel like he's kind of entertaining for all of us at this point. Like, as a Giants fan, I'm so fucking bored. Right. At this point, he is entertaining when you're one and one and four, one and five. One and, one one and five. five. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that a lot. How many Super here's, Bowls have you won? We won one. <laughs> we won a, a last year. One. We are the reigning Super Bowl champions. <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. How many um, How many years have you been playing football? Me? No, or this, your you team. Know. You're an eagle for the next 10 minutes. Um, I've been playing football. <laughs> uh, we've been playing football for a while. We have a couple championships before the Super Bowl was but just one ring. called the Super Bowl. One so it's ring? not fair. One. One Super Bowl One ring. Super Bowl, but three championships. <laughs> so that's, a, for some reason, we just cut off before the Super Bowl started. People have won championships. I don't think it's fair. Uh-huh. Unfair. Okay. All right. I get on a rant. It's just not fair. Um, I'm getting attacked. <laughs> I'm being attacked. I brought you here to be mean Thank to you. you. You're welcome. Um, Again, just yes. enough. So Odell. Odell, he said, I'm ready to talk about Atlanta Falcons. That's really it. 
that's the focus right now. We need to start winning games. I want to win too, just as bad as everybody else. That's really it. I just want to win. Which, that's nice. That's really nice of him. I really appreciate that. Um, Odell, I feel like we talked about this last week, is kind of like... Ramona Singer of the Real Housewives of New York. You don't know Ramona, do you? Oh, I love uh, you Ramona. Love? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Ramona. <laughs> like, she talks a lot of shit and is, like, out there, but, like, delivers the drama, and it's great, and gotcha. it's so entertaining. And right. she's been on the team for a while. It's a whole thing. Um, what do you think about this, though? Do you think Odell should just shut up for the rest of the season and just win games? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course I, I do. But, like, I, you know, he's not going to. We used to have T.O. Remember Terrell Owens the same way. Like, I mean, he sometimes the wide receiver in football, for the most part, the, the elite wide receivers always a pain in the ass. Always. For some reason. Not all of them. There's some elite that just shut up and play. <laughs> For some reason, Odell's not that. <laughs> no, I don't no. think that's ever going to be the case. The problem is they just gave him how much money of whatever his contract was. Yeah. An enormous contract. Like $100 million. He holds most of the cards now. Yeah. And Eli Manning's on his last legs. Let's be honest, Giants fans. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we're all regretting being so mean to McAdoo last year. For well, no, no. You shouldn't be regretting being mean to McAdoo. He's a, <laughs> that guy's a jackass. But... <laughs> Um, and I actually like, for, for being a Philly fan, I like Eli. Okay. Um, for some weird reason. But um, I think Odell will never shut up. He's not going to. So you're just living with that now. <laughs> I just hope we do really bad all season so we get a good Yeah, well, that's what you need to hope year. for. You need to pray for losses. You get a high draft pick. You take a quarterback. Then you guys are gonna be fine have you ever acted like bradley cooper does in the movie silver linings playbook at an eagles game <laughs> just getting a fight because yeah. they're beating up my brother because yeah. uh, that's the scene and um no i've never gotten in a fight i did accidentally spear a spill spear spill a beer on someone by accident it was, it was a little kid oh in front no. of me we were like jumping up and down oh no and my beer got hit my arm got hit spilled this beer all over this kid in front of me i felt awful what did you do i said sorry <laughs> <laughs> he was probably like thanks bro i wanted one of yeah, these it was a it was, little kid i felt really yeah he was, he was there with dad oh man like, oh my god and i'm like like everybody's jumping up i had this like an idiot i have a beer in my hand and boom just all it over hit all over did he kid. cry no, he handled it really well. Like a man. You know, like a man. He's there. He's got first beer spilled on him. Like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a turning point. Was, I like to think that I helped shape him as a man. He's in therapy talking about <laughs> you right now. <laughs> right. So, but no, I've never been in a fight at an Eagles game. Wait, you um, just got a tattoo on your arm in honor of your dad. Can you tell the meatballs about this tattoo and how painful it was for you? Um, it was my first tattoo. That's your I, first one? And I got it. Wow. On, you on were my, like, I go went, big or go home. I know. I was like, my friend, my friend the other night, I, he has tats all over and he's like, oh, nice fresh piece. That's awesome. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it's my first one. He's like, you're insane. And he's like, that's your first on your forearm. We went, we went a little big. The tattoo artist wanted to go bigger. So I had to scale back. Um, it was, you it your was painful. Whole body? I mean, I want to cover my whole torso now. Yeah. Now. Um, it was something I've been wanting to do for a while. Okay. And then I finally did it because I'm horrible at decision making, especially. Because so. you're a Gemini. 
I'm a Taurus, but I'm oh, the last. You are? I'm the cusp guy. I'm okay. May twentieth. Oh fuck! So that's I got a little bit of yeah. Yeah. So, so you're bad at decision making, and you're stubborn <laughs> on top of I, it. I don't. You know, I don't think I'm that stubborn though. Okay. I'm pretty. Are you into horoscope? Am I what? Are you into horoscopes? No. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I just know my own. Okay. Like you, I, Aquarius, I don't even know what the, what, what month is that. I don't know what that does. February, okay. chill. You're chill, which is funny because Cassie Flegel, a really great friend of mine who you've oh, met, Cassie. who worked for you, yeah. is Aquarius, and she's like zero chill when she worked for us. I don't remember. You don't remember that. Anyway, keep going. Um, yeah. So it hurt. It hurt a lot. <laughs> it. I mean, it, you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners have a tattoo, so I think everybody's pain's different. My artist kept saying he thinks women have a higher threshold than the men do. I think that makes sense. I think Clearly, that's you guys very true. give birth. Yeah, do not. Um, uh, and when I tr- and also when I trained jujitsu, we would like when I whenever I've trained with girls, it seemed like when we did like the wrist locks and the little like the uh, joint locks, the women used to take the pain a lot better than some of the men did, or most of the men did. It's really? always weird. So I think women seem to have better just pain tolerance overall. For real, I one hundred percent agree with that. But that being said. I got through it. It was a four-hour session. First time. What does it feel like? Does it just feel like a tiny of little, tiny like birds pecking uh, at your arm? I can't for... You don't have a tattoo. I thought you had. I have zero tattoos. Um, yeah. It tiny. Yes, tiny little birds <laughs> pecking at your arm. Uh, no, it feels like a hot needle going in your skin very fast. Really? And I had a lot of shading done, so when he was he like rakes over it at some point, and it's like I was like, "Why are you torturing me?" <laughs> and we only took one real quick break because I went to the bathroom, and that was it because I just wanted to crank it out. Was he like, "Don't look at it until I'm done"? No, but I couldn't because I was on my stomach. Oh, he kind of was... so you peed on your stomach in the chair? Yes, <laughs> Jackie, I peed on my stomach, and then no, I took a break to get up to go. Got it. Got to it. The got bathroom. it. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. But so. I respect what you did. You did it to com- 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 why can't I say the word right? Commemorate yeah, your for, dad. It was a, yeah, I wanted to do it for something for him. Yeah, to, memori- to memorize to memorize him. Why can't we <laughs> say commem- that word? Commemorate it's a hard word. Uh, it is a hard word. Um, we're bad at words. <laughs> yeah, um, apparently, so you're a writer. Yeah. I'm a podcaster. Been, That's good. But I was young when he passed, and I was the same age. I, I'm the same age he was yeah. when he passed. So I kind of wanted to do it this year. It's a weird thing in my head. Though. No, that's so like cool. That's why I did it. And it finally caught, made me like finally just do it. And, and now, now he'll always be there. Now it's there. Now it's there. Yeah. I'll post a picture of it, guys. I always said if I ever got a tattoo. Though, because it's all smeared still because fine. of the. Send me a picture, show a picture. In like a week. It's just really I think shiny. People think that's what it is. Now. I think they do, too. <laughs> I went to the Starbucks today, and guys like, "Oh, fresh piece," and I'm like, "You think?" Because <laughs> they put this stuff called Saniderm on it. What's it's, that? It's like a it's it's like a second skin. So like you don't even remove this for a week, and it just heals it. Like it it breathes. Oh Jesus! It's kind of cool. Techno- yeah, technology is neat. It's insane. Anyway. I always said I would always get a signature or like a word written from either one of my parents on yeah. me. I wanted my you family should. crest at one point. Somebody just told, said that to me. Really? Vince D'Amato. My friend Vince. <laughs> Vince, another Italian. Ralph and I don't have any friends that don't end in we, vowels last You need a vowel or we don't talk to you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, he said the same thing. He was going to get this family crest and he almost got it. He stopped himself because he was he had, something happened and he, he couldn't go in and he found out like a year later 
that it would have been the wrong family crest. Like, a family crest wasn't the right one. Exactly. So, like, I would totally get, like, instead of Marfuji, it would be, like, the Ferraros the or something. Fer- <laughs> like, just Ferraros. not... Am I allowed to curse on yeah, the podcast? Yeah, well... You Be just did. Okay. Yeah. And also, I didn't yes, think a family. You just did. You just did. <laughs> no, you can say whatever you want. Okay. I didn't think a family crest would be that cute on my body. I don't know. You right. Know, not for you. Like, we're. I can see you having writing. I writing. Think like, cur- like, nice cursive writing. Okay. Like, something. I would get Fututamente Perfecto, which is fucking side? perfect what in is Italian. It? <laughs> there you go. What's her name? Hayden Pentier. Is uh, that how you say it? I think so. She I don't Italian, care. Italian phrase down her ribs. Oh. And, uh, and then she found out it was wrong. <laughs> For real. So she went and she got it like laser removed. Oh, God. Do guys like tattoos? That's something I wanted to know I, for the listeners. I don't mind them. You don't mind Personally. That. Do you? Because I feel like a but lot I don't of people. Like a, I don't like a. I don't want a ton of tattoos on. I don't like like, on girls. Like on a girl, like if she has a sleeve, it's a little. It's a little aggressive. Aggressive. I mean, but it's not. It's not like. A deal breaker, I don't think. Okay. Do, it depends. When you're working all these like Comic Con type conventions, do mm-hmm. girls walk up to the booth with your grim fairy tale girls on them? We have a ton of our artwork on fans. Really? It's crazy how much fans get their artwork tattooed on them. And does it look cooler? Is it kind of creepy? Some of them. Yeah, no, it's not creepy. It's some not looks creepy. good. It depends on what they get. Yeah. I've seen some ones where I was like, wow, why'd you do that? <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry. You're What'd such you a do? fan. You're so, yeah, like, you're, like, oh, it's cool. But, That's and then awkward. I've seen some really, I've seen some really cool ones. Yes, the tattoo does look pretty cool. It also kind of resembles something scary that would be in the series, The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, a cool tidbit I didn't even get to talk to you guys about was that I actually, after watching the series, found the original book on Audible and was able to listen to the entire original retelling of it on Audible. And it made it so much cooler because, yes, I had seen the show, but everything was just explained in such detail and the narrator's voice was awesome. I loved, loved, loved listening to her. Um, I definitely recommend picking out that title, especially this time of year. It's so fun to listen to a horror story um, while you're like cleaning your house. That's what I like to do whenever I'm cleaning or in the car, stuck in traffic. I love listening to Audible. Um, I mean, what would it look like if we all listened more? Because, guys, think about it. Listening to audiobooks, it inspires you. It, it makes you use your imagination. It actually motivates you, and it brings you closer to everyone in your life. And especially now, there's no better place to listen than Audible. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet. And guys, now they even have fitness programs you can listen to, which you know me, meatballs. I'm obsessed with fitness anything, and I just think it's easier to listen to that than have to follow along with video every now and then. And now, Audible members get more than ever before. Each month, they get three titles of their choice, one audiobook, two Audible originals, and fitness programs that they can't get anywhere else. That's the thing. You're exclusive. It's like getting into the hottest club. Not that I go to clubs, but I did at one point, and that was a big deal. That's what this is like. You can't get these titles anywhere else. There's never been a better time to experience Audible. And guess what? You can try it for free for 30 days by visiting audible.com 
dot com slash Jersey. That's capital J E R S E Y. Or by texting Jersey J E R S E Y to five zero zero five zero zero. Again, trust me, you're gonna love Audible. I love it too. Okay, so now I want to know. We're switching to basketball. Okay. This is random. I want to know if you'd ever do this. Okay. Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards apparently gained 20 pounds in season of sympathy weight eating ice cream and pizza when his wife was pregnant. Okay. (laughs) Apparently, NBA dads aren't immune to sympathy weight. So, would you, like, I, so Prince Harry apparently just said he's not going to drink for Meghan Markle's entire pregnancy. Okay. Do you think it's fair to give up something or to gain the weight with someone like are you going to do that if that ever <laughs> if I get pregnant if you if girlfriend kids if I get uh let's see what I, I, like do, I don't something... know I don't really know if there's a, there's a conscious decision to get fat <laughs> like is this guy Go, like, is, I think that was just an excuse he, he was eating a lot and he was like all right I'm gonna say I mean it's pretty cool that like he he would um he would give up drinking for nine months. Yeah, I think like, that's that's, fair. Like, that's that's a cool, that's a fair thing. Like I, feel you're in it together. That is probably like fifty percent of arguments I've seen with like pregnant women and their husbands is like the husbands always get to just drink and do whatever they want. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's yeah you guys got the shit luck in this <laughs> situation. Let's be honest, we're like the you designated I mean? driver. You guys are there's a lot. You guys are not getting. You get a lot of shit. It's the worst. It's a it's a very bullshit. <laughs> situation. That's why we know God's a man. <laughs> oh, I'm, no. just I'm just kidding. But like, I don't know. I mean, I think it. I think there's compromise to be had. I guess it depends. I mean, I think some wives probably don't give a shit, and That's then some true. some probably be like, "You better not be fucking drinking." I I think it's definitely. I've seen a lot of pregnant women with a glass of wine here or there. <laughs> have you? Yeah, you have. I've seen a lot of pregnant women with a line of coke here or there. I'm not gonna stop. I'm Jackie Mar fucking Fuji. <laughs> I think you're the first person to call me Jackie on this podcast repeatedly. What do you call, what do I, I called you Snoop earlier, Snoop. but nobody yeah. knows what that is. I don't know is. where that came from. You don't know where Snoop came from? No, I don't remember. I mean, it, I know it was when, when we, we were, were... We were playing boyfriend and girlfriend yeah. at Tony and Tina's wedding. And then... Does your audience know you did Tony and Tina's wedding? Yes. And, they uh, hate that I did it because I talk about it all the time. All right. Well, we won't talk about it, but we, no, we, we our pet name in the show for each other was Snoop. Did it just happen? For some happen? weird reason. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know, we were just being because we were so obnoxious we were the in worst. character, and we just wanted to be annoying as possible. So I think like I just started calling each other Snoop and then Snoop Dog. Was <laughs> so fucking stupid, Snoopies. Yeah. So now I just call you Snoop. Note to self: Don't call your girlfriend Snoop Dog. Right. Actually, it's kind of cute, Snoop I mean, Dog. It's it's endearing. It was endearing if you're. A character from Tony and Tina's wedding. Exactly. Which is how Ralph and I met. Yeah. We met doing it. You had just moved back to Philly from Los Angeles. Right. My first go round when I went, I came back to start my company. I literally was dancing shockingly to Britney Spears on my headphones with my <laughs> iPod. <laughs> Which someone stole I from do, me. I have a clear memory of meeting you. Very clear. Crystal. Say it. You do it. You want me to say Oh, yeah. my perspective? Yeah. Well, two things. I remember my friend going, 
I, I we were just I forget I guess it was 2007 and my friend was like oh I just met the new Donna you're playing Donna right? I was playing Donna and he's like you're gonna like Donna <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like okay <laughs> and uh why did I come to your room I don't know that was weird I had to come to your room for something no I had to get something from it was, it was weird <laughs> like hey I'm here well, yeah, no I was trying. like no I was there for a reason and then I was like knocked on your door because I, I we needed I think we had to go over we had to do something yeah and I knocked on their door and you were like dancing totally caught off guard and you were like you were so flustered yeah and embarrassed i was and i was like okay are you okay like, and you were just giggling so then i was like and i went to my friend damien i'm like this chick's weird <laughs> i was like what's up with this chick because everyone else was like, like hi, hi, hi and you're like out of breath and you looked flustered and you're in your workout gear <laughs> And you were just like, <laughs> I don't, I still just remember you. You looked like confused, but like embarrassed and out of breath. Well, like meatballs. Was- For those of you that aren't Googling Ralph Tedesco at the moment, Ralph is six foot. You feel like you're six foot ten. You're probably like six two, six three. I'm, I'm seven foot six. No, I'm six one. You're six one. This was at like the height of Jersey shoreness. He looked like if Pauly D was just like taller, less tatted out, and like more normal, but like kind of still like a bro. Like you looked like a, you, he's giving me the Pauly dirtiest. D. Look. Like, with, with You're the, like really with the hair. I, the, I did not have the Pauly D hair. <laughs> you didn't have the Brooklyn blowout. Is that what it's called? I didn't have the Brooklyn blowout. No, but like Ralph is like a striking. Like every girl in the cast had a crush on him, and I'm Aww. so happy I didn't. Because <laughs> you really did not. Because that's why we've been able to be friends for over a decade. Right. And we didn't ruin it with sex. <laughs> with penetration. <laughs> penetration. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I, I it was like all the things at once. It was just because I had met a few people in the cast and some of them were kind of like weird. And I was like, what the fuck? Like the girls were cool, but some of the guys were a little off. Oh, yeah. Richie. He, uh, yeah. We, we don't, uh, hopefully Richie's not. <laughs> No, like everyone's so great. cool. Everyone's, <laughs> She's fine. Everyone's great. But like, you know, you join a cast or like when you start a new job, there are certain people you click with, certain people you don't. And like I hadn't met my people and I'm doing quotes in the air yet. So when you got there, I was like, oh, yes. Like I immediately could tell that like you, I was like, oh, I can hang with this person. You could tell that I was Italian and it got you excited. It did. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but that, yeah, but we became fast friends. Yeah, we did. We and were like besties for a while. We Me, were. you, and Liz were like three people. Hi, Liz Hall. I hope she, she'll listen to this one. But also, yeah, that was a great time. Well, we picture having getting to do a show at a casino, living either at a casino or at a beach house during the summer. Right. And just you had your choice. You could stay in a room at the <laughs> at the casino, or you can go to the beach house. Yeah. It's like, well, we should have had a film crew, and that would have been a great reality show. It would have been an amazing reality show. I'm so thankful we didn't have that film crew. Um, I remember right. like getting thrown out of, I'm so sorry, Showboat Casino um, employees. Oh, R.I.P. Showboat. Yeah. It's gone now. Right? It's not a thing. But we used to go to the cafeteria right. and like drunk eat all the food. It was awful. We were monsters. I was like 20. It's okay. No, you were 22. I was 22. <laughs> 
All right, you're 20. Just kidding. She was 20. She was 18. She was seven. I was 16. <laughs> I was quit four. high school to be. I was so talented. Right. Like, Tony and Tina's is your ticket out of here. Right. Right. So we, I want to know. We, we also played Tony and Tina. We did. Sorry. So Ralph and I got married. We did a bunch of. That's why my Maybe family. Yeah. Is like we don't need a wedding. What if? We really got married and we didn't know it. <laughs> like really, we were really like, actually married. The now. person who played the priest Will was Tommy an officiant. Tommy be upset. He'd be like, "Oh, thank God, Jacqueline someone else Tedesco. has to deal with her." <laughs> Jackie Tedesco, Jacqueline. We'll see. Snoop. Well, yeah. Snoop Tedesco. Snoop Tedesco. That could be our um, stage name. Yeah. Um, I want to know what got you out of Pennsylvania. So you went to Temple. Which temple do you have U? any good Temple University stories no, that shaped no. the person that you are today? No. Honestly, no. No. There's okay. just no good Temple University stories. I, I didn't even live on campus. So Why would you? I don't know. Is the campus, is it? I no, just it's picture a city. a city. It's in the city. Yeah. It was, uh, I just took college as what it was. I'm going to college and get my degree. Okay. And, and then I started that. acting. That's when I started acting by, by my senior year of college. I wanted to change my major. And I was like, fuck this. I'm just getting a degree now. Yeah. But like, that's when I started getting into it. And I really liked it. And that's where I was like, oh, maybe I'll do this. Mm, I didn't mention acting as a credit of yours, but you're a really okay. good actor. Oh. Thanks. You're so up and coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then you left, went to L.A. Yeah. And was that at the time when, like, Swingers, it was, like, yes. John Favreau? Swingers, like, motivated me to go to fucking L.A., for real. Really? Yeah. I was like, I got to go there. That's where I need to you be. You were like, I'm Vince Vaughn. Well, I was auditioning a lot. I was in some theater stuff. I did a couple cool things in Philly. I booked a couple things in New York. I was going to New York, like, a couple times a week just yeah. to audition. And I was really, and that's when I first started doing Tony and Tina's wedding with Willem. Well, uh, it was pre, pre, we'll get back to that. It was pre Jackie. Uh, I was doing Tony and Tina's wedding and then I was going to move to New York. And then my friend, um, Randy from, I want to say Long Island somewhere, uh, or Staten Island, Long Island, somewhere in Long Island, uh, told me, oh, you got to move to L.A. And I'm like, I've never even been to L.A. She's like, no, like, you should be there. Because, like, there's not necessarily your... T She's like, you go to New York, your type is, like, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. She's like, you go to L.A., your type is nowhere. And my by type, she meant, like, Italian... Pauly, apparently a Pauly D looking dude. You're like a pale Pauly D. <laughs> pale Pauly D. Um, the tall. Tall, pale Pauly D. <laughs> Doesn't DJ. Who's not uh, party bloated. Right. It's like very weird. Um, so I just sight unseen went to LA. I just was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to LA and pursue this because I was sick. I had graduated. I had been honest. I was, I was working as a mental health counselor and burnt out. Um, Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did that for a while. I sold insurance. I did everything. You did everything because I, I don't picture you. With, I didn't meet Ralph Tedesco with side jobs. You, you owned a company Ralph Tedesco, when I like, met you, like actually counseling people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's a bad. <laughs> as, as, as I more mature, then is that possible? I think that's very possible. Um, <laughs> so moved to LA. Did that whole thing for a couple of years, booked a few thing, little things. But, yeah. You know, it's a tough, it's tough, especially back then it was different. Um, well, there's, a, well, I wonder about that and I don't know about you meatballs listening. Do you find that life was easier before social media 
Mm. Or do you think it was harder, like making it out here when you didn't have YouTube, Instagram, all those I mean, things? I, I personally suck at social media, so I would say. It I know like, my numbers are going to be great for this podcast. Yes. I know you're like, no, no, you have to use the Zenisk. Yeah. At least we have some phone. Yeah, uh, I just don't do it very yeah. often. So like, I'm not consistent. But that was. I don't like thing. putting myself out there like that. Like I can't do it. Like I, some people are so good at it, and I'm like, man, I wish I can just constantly post. I'm like, I'm not that interesting. Yeah. In well, you head. are, but it's just. But you in don't my head, I don't. Yeah, you know, you just don't look at it that way. So, it's, but I'm also like not. I didn't co- grow up in that. Yeah. And I think there was a little bit of a. Although there are people. You know, older than us that are doing it all like the time. Fucking great at it. They're so out I there. Don't know. They're out there. But it's not like you walked into an agent's office I, and they were like, "How many followers do you have?" Right, never happened. Yeah, like no one's never like, happened. "I can't take a meeting with you. You're below fifty thousand. No, nobody's done that. Okay, so it was different. Uh, yes, it was much different. There was when I first came out. There was these casting direct they probably have them still it was like the, the workshops yeah like you get to read in front of casting directors mm-hmm. that was the big thing mm-hmm. and i got in with this really good one in burbank i don't even know if it's still there um and that was kind of my conduit to getting good auditions okay because i got i was like the will and grace casting directors would call me all the time oh my god they would love of, you did you do that. will and grace one they time. just called you one, one time, time. <laughs> one, yeah i auditioned for them at least 10 times for well, different parts and i could never book well, i would go i was like the king of callbacks that could not book like it was horrible like i would i would go through such great roles and then when i finally got cast i had this little role in a bar um where i buy will a drink but um oh i think i've seen that yeah that's great um you um, should call them up they're filming i know <laughs> bring me back in the bar you and david Schwimmer could be best friends he's playing grace's boyfriend right now on the show how about oh, that shit you could be like brothers well you should be like brothers i'm gonna i'll call them i did meet wood Harrelson that day when I shot he was great I met all the guys I didn't meet any of the girls on the in the cast and everyone was cool they were the I mean uh, what's his name he plays Jack um, I forget his name Sean Hayes yes he was great super nice Woody was awesome um, yeah they were all that was just nice people do you find I find this and you've dealt with a lot of celebrities I mean you've had a lot of them actually in your projects before the bigger the celebrity, right. the more kind of chill and humble and like less prima donna they are. I I imagine. I mean, I've never. I don't think I've ever met like anybody who's. I don't. I don't think I have any story where I've met a celebrity who's a dick. <laughs> I'm trying to the think. The one that you told me about when we walked in. <laughs> oh right, him. He was a dick, but I don't even know if he's a celebrity. He's like kind a of. kind of known person. <laughs> Um, but besides him, I've never really, like when I met Le- Lena, Heedy was awesome. From Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones. She, voiced- she was in a project of ours. She voiced a character in our animated project that didn't ever get picked up. But she was so cool. Um, That's awesome. Anyone else that um, was just shit, a shit person? I'm trying to think if I, 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 I don't have enough, like stories yet of meeting like huge people but like honestly I don't think I have any shit 
meetings. That's good. No shit meetings. I remember I was really mad Jessica Simpson was kind of a dick and didn't tip. Oh, really? Yeah. And she got all this like free stuff, but then also like ordered a ton of stuff and her, it was at the Laugh Factory before I ever started doing stand up and she was there to see Dane Cook. I think it was when they had just filmed that movie together and the owner had me take care of her Mm -hmm. and I just remember I, again, to a fault... I don't think she ever had a side job. I don't think she's ever had to waitress or do anything. And she probably gets free stuff all the time. She's used to it. So she probably didn't know that like... People are human. Yeah. Like, oh, (laughs) maybe I should throw down a 20 or something. Sure. But they were just kind of like annoying and obnoxious. Like stuff like that. That is annoying. I don't like that. No, you you treat people like have a little fucking empathy. I don't know. Uh, But I think it's also hard because... You also can go broke trying to like overcompensate it. Like if every right. time you go out to you dinner, to tip you tip a thousand dollars. I got a twenty dollars sandwich and I had to tip a thousand. I want the press. Hey, listen. That's insane. <laughs> well, well, it's did- like Lashawn McCoy uh, running back for the Bills used to play for the Eagles. Okay. There was a big controversy because he tipped like twenty cents on a bill. Like it was like twelve hundred dollars. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah. You can't do that. So that's like don't don't spend that money that if was you a few can't. Years back. That's not cool. Not cool. I hate that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, when you went and had um, drinks with your friend Willem, was he talking about his newfound <laughs> celebrity? Well, no, Willem's. Can you tell everyone? <laughs> do, they, do they know who Willem is? Well, Somewhere. they will if they've seen a Star Is Born, which I've been shoving down all of your throats for the past few weeks. Um, Willem was in Tony and Tina's wedding with me in two, like back in the early 2000s. Um, he, you know, when we were both super young, young and innocent, bright eyed um, and bushy tailed. And he played Joey, which is, uh, in the show. Well, he played Ricky. He played Joey's boyfriend, Ricky. Joey's boyfriend. Oh, yes. I think that's what his main role was. Okay. Um, so I've known Willem for literally almost 18 years. And, um, but was Willem doing drag when you not knew then? Him? I don't think he was doing drag. Okay. And he was like a kid. Like, you know, I don't know. We were both like, I was probably like 23 and he was like 19. Okay. We were like babies in the show. Um, so I, you know, we, we all would hang out together and he, th- he, he wrote a book recently and thanked me in his book because uh, me and he's like, I, I thank Ralph and the others because they, we used to take him out drinking underage. <laughs> Can I get arrested for that? <laughs> Um, so, but, but, um, yeah, so he moved here. I remember him saying he was leaving to move to LA and he's going to like make it in LA. And we're like, all right, good, you know, good luck. And talk to you now, now fast forward, you know, this far later, he's probably one of the biggest name, I think biggest drag queens in LA, if not the country. Was he on RuPaul's Drag Race? He was on Drag Race. Yes. He did this. I think he did a stunt on there. Like that got him thrown off. I'm not really sure what it was, okay. but it was like some crazy thing he did to get any, probably knowing him, he did it just probably to get known. Yeah. Um, and he's huge now. And then he was in Stars Born. He was uh, my which I haven't favorite. seen yet, but I'm going to see it tonight. You're going to see it tonight? I am. We're going to have to bring you back to talk about okay. all your feelings after I this movie. All my feelings. Um, so I, the reason why Ralph is even on the podcast. <laughs> it's the only reason Jackie had me on to get to Willem. No, because I don't know about you guys listening. I sometimes am bad about reaching out 
to just be like, hey, want to get a drink, you know, because in our everyday lives, like we go, go, go. But you're really good. You're terrible. I'm <laughs> no, don't say you're, you know, you're not bad. You're awful. I respond. If you ask, I'm like, yes, let's do it. And then cancels. No, I wanted to cancel on you so badly the other day and I didn't. I, I made myself show up and I was Thanks. so happy. Thanks, I think. No, I, I didn't want to, not because I didn't want to be around you. I just had work to do. <laughs> I wanted to cancel so I, bad, I, but I forced myself to see you and your stupid Polly D face. <laughs> you sound like Ramona from Is your favorite from oh, Real wow. Housewives of New York. Yeah. Good. And it was so funny because Ralph was like, yeah, I'm meeting my friend Willem uh, before you. And okay, uh, yeah, let's meet at this time. If I had known that you were meeting the blonde drag queen from A Star is Born who Bradley Cooper signs. Do you know that Bradley Cooper signs Willem's fake boobs in the movie? Oh, now I do. Thanks for ruining the scene. Oh. <laughs> Anything else you want to tell me? You want to tell me the end? Uh, you would know it because if you looked on Willem's Instagram, he's selling t-shirts with oh, that on it. I didn't so, know that. Sorry. Yeah. Well, now I do. Anyway. Um... I think that's so cool. So apparently I, I could have met Willem if I had just shown up. If you would one day just, <laughs> you know, hang out with me. I love that, though. Tell me about you hanging out with Willem now. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast tell is me, it's all. Tell me about Willem. This is what I'm really here for. Tell me about Willem. Me and Willem, it's not like we're, we're besties and we hang out every night. No, but it's really cool uh, and you're developing I, something really cool. We're together. trying to develop something together that I had an idea for before I even knew this whole Stars Born thing happened. I didn't yeah. know he was in it. But the, that's the funny thing is when I called him to get together and he's like, oh, wait, I can't. Tonight I have the Stars Born premiere. And I'm like, oh, why the hell are you going to the Stars Born premiere, Willem? And he didn't even tell me. Like, he was just like, oh, no, let's let's reschedule. Um, <laughs> but it is funny now when I, when I went to see him stop by to talk about this potential thing we want to do together um seeing him in full drag because he was shooting something and it's like a different person he's stunning I see him in you know without the makeup and without the way and it's willem okay i know him yeah and then when it's her i'm like when he's her i don't know how to, I, does he call himself something different I, well, no it's willem but they they refer to, to i i know him as willem as a guy but like I think when she's in drag, it yeah. refer to her as her. But I was like, hey, hey, like, I'm always like, it's weird. It's, it is a weird, I don't know how to. I've never it. really had to do it. Like, I don't. And, and, any... and, and of course, he's really pretty. So I'm like. Kind of attracted is, to him. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're so confused now. But like, it's just a weird, it's like talking to a different person, but yeah. not. That's what's weird. Mm. That, that was the weird part for me at first. It was like, oh wow, when you're in drag, when you're in drag, like it's like you're not Willem that I know, but you are because I hear you. Like I don't know, you're in there. I'm not explaining it. It's really cool, but it's though. Not, but after a few minutes, you're fine. It's it is you fall Whatever. back. You fall back in the, you know. Oh, remember we used to hang out at the show. He probably thought you were reaching out because you were like, oh my god, he's on a Star Is Born. <laughs> no, no, because we had talked before that. Okay. Um, because I had this idea before that, and then. But, you know, it's not like we're in contact all the time. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know every day what he's, you know. You don't. You're, you're his not everyday stalking life his so everyday I life. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> Why not? I don't know how much pull What is he have. eating right now, Ralph? Okay, here's what's happening. <laughs> He's so good. Everyone um, go see a star is born. Also, congrats to our queen, Lady Gaga. She's engaged. 
think that's really fucking cool. <laughs> um, anyway, I want to know, you move back to Philly. That's when I met you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What made you jump right into Zenoscope Entertainment? Like, what was the transition from Ralph the Actor in L.A. to I'm going to own this comic book company now? I just Co-own. needed a comic book company in my life. <laughs> needed it. No. Um, For your soul. All right. I'll tell a quick story. So, uh, no, take your we, time. <laughs> we have time. Um, we, how do we start? My business, my now business partner at the time, we were we were we were screenplay writing partners back in the day. We were trying, trying to write. We were writing screenplays together. We wrote a couple spec screenplays. Okay. Um, but I was living here. I was back there in Philly for a wedding, visiting. He kind of brought up like, "Hey, what do you know about comic books?" It was like this random question. I said nothing. I didn't know a thing about comic books. I, I don't even know if I had read a comic book growing up. I just wasn't into them. Yeah, and. I was like, he's like, well, I kind of have this idea to write a comic book series and like, I've been thinking about it and maybe like that's a way for us to get stuff out there and they're making all these movies based on comic books right now. And I'm like, well, I'm not really into superheroes at all. And he's like, no, it's like you can do anything. It's not just superheroes. It could be, you know, movies like Road to Perdition had just come out and like History of Violence and all these cool movies. I would have never known were based on graphic novel. Was Seven based on a graphic novel? Seven was not, but we did the prequel to Okay, that's what. Um, We we licensed the rights to Seven and then we did the prequel and that kind of helped put us on the map. Oh, okay. This edgy, cool book and with like creepy illustrations um so i have it on one of these shows. oh you do that's yeah. a, a copy a, give it back really worth, a, worth lot. a lot yeah don't put that if you if i see it on ebay i swear to god um <laughs> on facebook i'm just like I know. who wants that who wants it twelve dollars <laughs> cover price um yeah so that's how kind of the the ball the the seed of the idea began and then we just jumped fucking right into it Really? But this is what I always wonder about this, and maybe I'm going to sound naive or whatever. Do you have backup capital? Do you start a GoFundMe? Uh, Like, how do you just jump into owning Zenoscope and, like, creating comic books? How does that work? First off, we didn't have GoFundMe back then. (laughs) There was no Kickstarter. Was this in 2005? This was, well, we got the ball rolling in, like, 2003. Okay. Um, but yes, our first book launched in 2005. Because that's what I think and everyone wants to know. we didn't have any capital. We had nothing. How do you make a book? How do you do that right. then with no capital? Right. That's a good question. Um, well, nowadays, the, you do. You go to GoFundMe and you you beg people to be, give you money. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm all tapped out with that. Hopefully you get I've made a few parody <laughs> music videos right. that everyone's like, no more money, Jacqueline. Um, but like back then, I mean, it was more not... Ignorance really was bliss. I mean, we didn't know what the hell we were getting into. So uh, I had a little savings, and Joe had some savings. You know, Joe had his – he actually put up his house at some point, at one point to get a loan. So he put in a lot Doesn't of money. he have, like, eight kids, too? 17 children. He has, no, I'm just kidding. He has a, four. A big but he only family. had three when we started, I think. Oh, well, not. So uh, – <laughs> or maybe two. I don't even know. Uh, it's been a while. No, he had three. And That's then, um, yeah, we, 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 we beg, borrowed, and steal we didn't steal, but we begged and borrowed. So we um, we had some friends and family. We got a you know initial raise, and then like we quickly, quickly ran out of that. We were like, oh shit! Um, so we, you know, we we ran up credit card 
debt. We did everything we we had to to kind of survive. And we got, you know, part of it was luck. You know, we came out with this cool series at the right time. Was called, it the Grim Fairy Tales? Grim Fairy Tales, which is a dark twist on classic fairy tales done in like a Twilight Zone sort of way. Um, it's so cool. And we were doing like these variant covers and we still do them, like these sexy, provocative variant covers of like, like... What, what, you have a face. I, You're making a face. Well, no. Uh, a surprise face. Because even, like, I'm straight and I <laughs> right. I see your covers because I've worked a, I've worked conventions with you guys. And, like, the more you stare at them, the more you're like, God, God, she's hot. And you're like. You were one I, of them. Uh, Come to life. <laughs> Jackie worked for me as one of my booth models. What I want to know is have you had the girls? Because when I was a booth model, this was probably, like, 10 years ago. I feel like bodies have changed over the past 10 years and the bodies on the covers 10 years ago seem very unattainable but right. now they now, look, now people attain them everyone's with just surgery. walking around um, with those bodies yeah everybody's in shape <laughs> yeah everyone's Shit. hot now it's so annoying well, we, you know the co- and the funny thing is with the covers so we our Grim Fairy Tale series took off for us we then did the prequel to, to the movie 7 mm-hmm. we got the licensing rights for that we got the licensing rights for a movie called Final Destination, if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, Charmed. Charmed. The series. The series. And then we also did a lot of original content. We were, and we were doing these alternate, like, if you look up, if you look up, if you image search Xenoscope, it's kind of like a little bit much because all people post are the variant, like sexy variant covers that we get so much crap for, especially now in this. In Why this, do you get crap for it? Well, because. I, you know, the idea of are we objectifying women because of them being sexy on cover, like these sexy drawings of women on cover. But we always stood by the idea of like all of our characters are strong, b- badass females. And like if you read the books, it's nothing to do with like a variant cover that makes her look sexy. It's not objectifying but them if at you're all. Not, if you're not reading the books and you just see a cover out of, you know, place or, or you know, randomly, you're like, oh my God, there must be. They're just producing porn. It um, could look a little bit. So it, there's always that though. sort of. There's always that sort of balance of like kind of telling people, hey, don't really don't judge a book by the variant cover because <laughs> there's a and, you know and all our books have other different you know we'll put like four covers on a book and one of them might be a sexy version of it. Okay. Um. So that's always been sort of a challenge for mm-hmm. us, but it's also a means to you know keeping us in business <laughs> because really at the end of the day the, there's you know we have a hu- the cool thing is we do have a huge female readership yeah. because we do all we do a lot of female characters main lead characters you you're but, one of the head writers on Robin Hood versus Van Helsing yes I, yeah I wrote that one you wrote that one mm-hmm. okay and I feel like that's a very strong female oh, yeah. driven mm-hmm. thing a Robin Hood character we did a short we actually produced a short film i don't think maybe you didn't see it um with an actress named lily simmons who's been in a bunch of stuff she was in banshee i think that was her bigger biggest credit she's in the purge tv series now so she played our robin hood and i was in that one too by the way oh it's called robin hood i love new york it's on youtube oh so if you just punch that in you can see it i love Um, that it's only like it's a 12 minute proof of concept short Okay. Um, so if you watch that, you totally get what our characters are about. Okay. Um, and if you watch Van Helsing, is that... Oh yeah, Van Helsing too On the Sci-Fi Network. Yes. Was that like the biggest thing you guys have done so far? Yes. As yeah. far as like TV? Yeah. Yeah. 
it is. <laughs> yes. Answer yes. Was that um, like an aha moment where you're like, oh, I'm doing the right thing? Like, did like when did you realize? Okay, this comic book career path I've chosen is my path. Um, that's not what I'm you set still- out to do at Temple. No, I wasn't set out to do that. I wanted to be an actor after I graduated. But um, yeah, I mean, it validated when we finally got something on the air. Even though the the TV series did go through a lot of iterations, so if you watch the TV series and you read the comic, it is much different. Um, but Joe and I had a hand in creating the TV series that you see on the air as well. Um, but we're not really involved in day to day anymore on the TV series. But um, yeah, it did kind of give us that's what kind of prompted me to move back to LA and head up our production company here instead of being in Philly and doing day to day so Joe runs day to day in Philly I'm here doing the development because that kind of showed us okay finally like we have something on the air it took 10 years really to get something on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say 10-year success story. It really took 10 I mean, 2019 um, now, is going to be my fucking... 2019. <laughs> what's 10 years from now? 2028 <laughs> is going to be my year. Um, yeah, so I think for for us, for that, was like sort of prompted knowing, okay, we need to freaking be in L.A., not in Philly. And the only reason we didn't start the company here was, A, we didn't know if we were going to make it. Mm. And B, like Joe wasn't going to pick up his family and move to L.A., so it was easier for me to just move back to Philly to start this thing. Yeah. But we need a presence here. So the last few years has been spent just developing. And I didn't even say what your client list is. I mean, you've worked with CBS, Discovery Channel, History Channel, Scholastic, New Line Cinema, Spike TV, and just so many other, Lionsgate Studios, Universal, Relativity Media, like all like you guys have done a lot of really cool legit stuff so i want to know what's next for you you do i do oh um well we're, we we constantly develop our we constantly are developing in the film and tv side so we have a couple things we just sold to networks um i can't say what yet unfortunately but we sold two projects this year um one of them is our Wonderland series called Return to Wonderland, and the other one's called... Tell them what that's based on. I mean, I think we get it, but... Uh, so, when we published, it's very much like American Horror Story meets Alice in Wonderland. Which is so cool. Yeah, it's fun. I want to be... We have a lot of stuff. We have a lot of content published for that series. Basically, um, everyone just Google Zenoscope. Go to Zenoscope.com. As, yeah, Zenoscope.com. You can see everything. Buy some stuff. Do you have a favorite girl? <laughs> you um, A favorite girl I was trying to think of that today And I don't, I don't know, know if I have a favorite It's really tough Of my characters? Yeah, of your characters mm. I'm partial to the Queen of oh, Hearts Because oh, I dressed you? up as her Oh, that's true For you You did At your convention And you met uh, we, Someone we met at Rosario Dawson We met I think you were in crazy. costume Yeah, very embarrassing <laughs> You were like You did what you did when you met me You like giggled a lot <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> like, right oh now Oh my god <laughs> Um, I picture with her. I should, yeah. I should post all these pictures. You should. You're the reason I Your met booth Rosario Dawson. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. But you weren't in costume. I wasn't. I God. was not. I, we were I was the, like Jonah Hill right when. Uh, he, super bad. Super bad. I don't think out. it even had come out yet. We, we just. Yeah. I don't think so either. We that met was him. Early. Early Jonah. Early Jonah. Early Jonah. We have a picture of him. We have a picture. Yeah. I'm not in him. it. I think I took the picture. You probably did. I did. It was at the Entertainment Weekly party on a rooftop mm-hmm. somewhere at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I still remember uh, that was the year they were promoting Iron Man because John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. were there. That yeah. was a big year for yeah. everything. It was when like yeah when Marvel. 
really blew Broke up. Out. I feel like that was when, and I, I'm just saying this because that was the first year I had heard of Comic Con. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Nobody really knew what it was except for people in that industry like yeah uh, back then you were like yeah do you because we flew in you're the re- i flew in to move here and flew to comic-con like i drove to la after comic-con oh, right. with Haley, and that was me moving here oh so you were like holy shit my buffer into moving to la i did it you did because we were doing Tony and Tina's. I know you really don't. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice because I had just seen you. We were just doing shows, and all of a sudden you're like, "Well, yeah, come do Comic Con." Right. I did that, and I was like, "Oh, this is great. I love LA. I was meeting yeah. all these celebrities. Yeah, like, this is easy." Yeah. <laughs> Jonah Rosario. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, Kim Kardashian was there. Carmen, I have pictures of Carmen Electra. Like Carmen Electra. Yeah. Remember wow. Remember her? She's still hot. She is. Looks great. Uh, I want to know. You're so into. I'm jumping all over the place. You're really into jujitsu, and you just told me you have a meal delivery food service, right? So, do you think that's the best way to stay in shape? Is like going to classes and doing food delivery, um, being like really regimented. For me, yes. As I get older, okay. I do. So I don't do as much jujitsu anymore, unfortunately. Okay. I haven't been able to train a lot, but the classes. I like I mix my workouts mm-hmm. and the and the the meal delivery for me is awesome because it just portions it. I just stick it in my face. Yeah. <laughs> stick it in there. And that's it. I try I'm a big I love food and I'm from Philly. We have great food. Yes. On the, especially the East Coast in general, but Do you miss cheesesteaks. I mean, I, that's so cheesy I though. Do, I feel I mean, dumb listen, saying like, that. Cheesesteak is a great sandwich, but it wasn't like I was eating like when I was in Philly. Like, <laughs> God, I need my fucking cheesesteak this this week. <laughs> um, but I do miss good that some of that good food. But that's true. It, it's easy when the, the 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 meal delivery stuff really for me has worked. That's where it's it at. Portions it out for you, and then I feel like if I stick to it. Then I don't get it. Like, my body gets used to it. So then I'm not, like, starving. Like, you know what I mean? You're not as hungry. You're not eating as much. Because if I'm not on a regimen, I'll just eat what... Like, I'll just eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how it's it is. insane. For people that, like, eat fast food a lot or eat shitty stuff all the time, your body get used, yeah. gets used to it and you, you get crave used to it. And then, right. You crave it and then you want... You, you're never... You always feel like you might be hungry. But if you're, like, you do it, the meal... Like portion control for a week, your body adapts. Totally, and you're not. But and and, and and believe me, it's hard because there's whenever I fall out of it, like right now when you're when I, <laughs> somebody puts freaking hummus and chips in front of you and gummy bears, <laughs> you, you, it's easy. If, you know, it's it's hard to get back in sometimes. But like when you're in that regiment, it's it, you feel good about yourself. At least for me, yeah. You know, uh, what I, mean? I can and, notice and a it, difference. And you and you. And you're just not eat. You're not hungry all the time. You just know. Oh, I'm, I, I ate. You're not looking at food as like a pleasure. You're looking at it as just like you're eating fuel. Fuel. Food and I know it sounds fuel. corny. It's so annoying, but, but it's that's true. How it is. But then, like on the weekends, like I can't help myself. I'm going to go get a burger. But that's good though. I think you, I think it's balance. You got balance. But you, the older you get, the it does. I mean, every you know, it, it, obviously cliche but the older you get your metabolism slows down it's big, it gets harder and harder so you just stop eating so you, now I don't eat I, yeah. show, my, I show my mouth shut <laughs> during the week that happens on thing. you'd relate to the haunting of Hill House that Not happens really? yeah. you're giving everything away I really it. am um, do you yeah. find when I work out 
like when I go for a run, that's how I get my ideas. Mm. That's I hate to say that's how I write. Really? But yeah, I no. I zone out. I how do, do you get your ideas for all these things? Because you've produced over, I think it's eight hundred different either stories or you're you're in 800 Um, 100 different publications where do you get all these ideas from we've yeah i don't know how many titles we've created total oh i have it right here 796 issues is that right yeah for real that's what it says oh shit on the internet everything is true on the internet 796 issues that's what it says that could be right um you know it's a big deal yeah, I, uh, we we crank out a lot of content. We we publish about ten, seven to ten titles per month, so it's a lot. And Joe and I have a hand in most of them, if not all of them, at some level. But we're not writing all those. Okay. Or we just I don't know how, who would have that much time. Um, <laughs> besides lot. Stephen King, who seems to crank out a novel a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like. You know what we do now? Before it was just like writing ideas down and then just like, I'm really bad. I'm I'm a big, even though we publish a ton of content, we're always working. I'm horrible. I'm a procrastinator. So like I'll have an idea and then just sit there, sit there. And I like some days it just, I have to force myself to write some crap okay. that I know I'm going to erase. And I'm just like, this is fucking awful. I don't know if you do this, but I'll write stuff just to write it. And then I'm like 90% of it I'm going to throw away anyway. Mm-hmm. But at least it gets me writing. S- thinking yeah i mean otherwise i could just sit there and stare at a screen or like it's just very hard for me to sometimes focus um but now we do story conferences so like we'll lot like we just got back from one so joe joe myself and one of our editors went to brigantine of all places did i tell you so we went to i was home i was in new york for comic-con yeah then we went to brigantine which i really appreciate the new york yankees cover that was really see that did that for you great thank you um Went to Brigantine, where no one is right now, and got a house, rented a place, just cranked out like our publishing schedule for all of next year, got everything, brainstormed ideas. So what we'll do is two to three times a year, we'll do these story conferences where we come up with our ideas, break our idea. You know, we come in a room and pitch each other. Here's what I'm thinking for this. What about this? And and what do you do with pitches? Are you are you very blatant and open and honest when like Joe is like, in, I love in, this. In and com- is- oh. <laughs> are you just yeah. like, no. Oh, yeah. You, yeah you're, that's the time to be. We're, Cut through. Me and Joe are, if you've seen us together, we can be assholes to each other. So like, you know, we'll bust each other's balls a lot. And like, we're pretty blatant. Or like that's not gonna work. That's that's dumb. <laughs> but I won't say that to like other people. Yeah. Do you feel because you do have like an East Coast Italian kind of like no bullshit swagger that you stand out a little more amongst all the other comic book brands? Because I did meet a lot of people working for you, and yeah. no one was kind. Like you guys were such just like Philly guys, big, just like yes, no, yeah, <laughs> right. kind of. Um, and I feel like it sets you apart from a lot of people, and well, it makes you memorable. It does. I mean, good and bad. I think people are also get like think we're naturally just assholes. Okay, even though we're we're really not. But you like, have we, good heart. We get a bad rap sometimes. Um. You know, because we are pretty brutally honest. Joe's a little bit more closed off than I am. Yeah. And he wears his emotions on his sleeve. So, you know, he's hard to... He doesn't have a... It's hard for him to be like... Yeah, it's hard for him to be like... If if you're annoying him, he's not going to really hide that well. (laughs) But, (laughs) but, um, you know, yeah, we come from a... We're not fanboys, quote unquote. Yeah. So, like, it did... And and it kind of helped us. 
because when we broke in, people hated us, especially in the industry. People in the industry freaking loathe us. Okay. Which is hilarious. Because they're like, why you don't yeah, deserve to be What are you doing? Why here? are you here? You don't care. A couple, I remember one guy going, yeah, you guys are going to be out of business within the year. You'll be done in a year. Is was, he, I, what is he I, doing now? Is he, not, I don't you know, know selling fit tea selling on shoes. Instagram? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> is he an Instagram um, model? Yeah, he's an Instagram model. <laughs> he's Paulie D. It was Paulie D. Was um, Paulie D. That fucking hairstyle is never <laughs> At the Borgats. He's um, now DJing at the Borgats. Right. Borgats. The Borgats. We met Tony, Tony Soprano, Soprano together. Uh, um, yeah. All right, DJ. <laughs> I, I dragged Ralph. I, because no one believed that my acting teachers were the Sopranos in New York. <laughs> the whole cast of the Sopranos. <laughs> can I tell this story? Cause, yes. Because you're, you, I were fucking at Tony T's wedding on in Atlantic City, and Jackie's like, the Sopranos are next door. They were at the Bally's. Yeah, like, they I'm were like, signing uh, autographs. Okay. So Jackie's like, let's go say hi. I, they teach me. They teach me acting. And I'm like, they teach you act. The Sopranos teach you acting. What are you talking about? And we go over the Bally's, and... It's like a thousand, easily a thousand people waiting in line. And then this entire fucking cast of Sopranos is at this table. It was a table with like food and wine and they're all half drunk or fully drunk. And they're just having like guests come up to them, shake their hands and take a picture and walk away. And the line is out the door. And I'm like, Jackie, I'm not waiting this fucking line. Like, this isn't going to happen. And then, no, come here. Come here. And she wa- we walk up to the fucking table. All these people in line, this massive line, are, like, staring at us. Like, who are these assholes? And the, the whole cast... <laughs> Jackie! Oh my god! Like, I'm like, why? What? Like, they were cheering Jackie's name, like, doing back. I think uh, Gandolfini did a backflip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jackie's like, shut up! He didn't do a backflip. <laughs> he just said hi. Yeah, he just said hello to me. Um, we walk over. They were the nicest freaking people. They're so cool. It was so much fun. I was like in awe because that was like the height of their. That was the. That was like the heyday oh, of them, and God. like we got to hang out with them, talk to them. That was so cool. Um, just because of Jackie's acting <laughs> class, somehow. my biggest credit. That is a great credit. That's it. Great cred. <laughs> that was one of the. And highlights. I also, I actually saw. I met. Um, what's her name? Who plays Adriana? <gasps> Um, at Comic Con, I'm about in to scream into a pillow. Wait, a few Drea years Day ago, Mateo, Drea, another goals guest. I met her, and she was super nice, super cool, super cool. Is she just like Adriana in person, minus the accent? Uh, I don't. I didn't. I mean, it's not like we hung out all night. The only one celebrity I hung out for a full weekend at at the same Comic Con was Lori Petty. Do you know Lori Petty? Some people a League of Their know. Own. League of Their Own. Yes. She's in Orange New Black now. Yes. Um, she, she was Tank She was girl. huge in the 90s. Yes. She, she's a lot of fun. She she's was a, lot a of fun. freaking, she was nuts, but she's fun. Yeah. I love that. That was like a random hangout. Like, oh, we're going to go drink at the bar. Okay, cool. 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 Lori Petty. Meet you at the bar. I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions okay. before I have to let you before go. We, we end. Oh, also, why haven't you um, contracted Lady Gaga to voice one of your girls? Because I feel like she'd be really <laughs> great. And she hasn't done any like animated voices yet. She hasn't right. done stand up or animated voices. So I feel uh, like that's our in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've become let so creepy. I'm so Gaga. sorry, guys. Uh, I, I do know Willem. <laughs> So, Who do you yeah. like better, Lady Gaga or Britney Spears? Lady Gaga. Okay. 
Um, I'm sorry. I know that was upsetting for you. <laughs> no, I. It's that's like Sophie's choice for me. It's. Okay. I mean, I, I listen, Brittany. I like Brittany. She's cute. Okay, these are Jersey people. Who would you rather hang out with, Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. Paulie D? Just that fucking Paulie D. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who's next? Next, <laughs> Lady Gaga okay. or Bruce Springsteen? Uh, what? what um, shit. That's tough. I know. It's it's. I'm torn between Meryl Streep and um, Lady Gaga. I'm not that big of a. I mean, Bruce probably be fucking awesome to hang out with, though. I'm not a huge fan of his music. I'm not either, and I feel like a terrible person from New Jersey for. I don't not hate his music. Fan. I'm just not like that guy who my my attorney seen him in concert like something like hundred sometimes like that's insanity. aggressive like you better be working yeah, like, for him at that point <laughs> um i feel that way like about- hang out as in what get a drink yeah like just have a night do like the best dinner of your life honestly probably probably lady gaga yeah i feel just like because she'd be like great. she's in she, i just dig her like dig what her if energy. you and i went to dinner together and i brought meryl streep Okay. So then it would be like Meryl Gaga, Tedesco, Marfucci. Okay. Okay. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> like, I'm going to say no to that. No, I'm busy that night. My equipment just like popped off the table. I feel like that was like the gods saying, yes, that needs to happen. Okay. Any given Sunday or Rudy? Rudy. God. Of course. Rudy. Every single guy Rudy says Rudy. Is the fucking best. I think like I cried at that movie. You probably did. Who cries at it? I didn't get him in Sunday. I do. <laughs> um, who's hotter? Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side or Connie Britton in Friday Night Lights? Hmm. It's a tough one. Connie Britton. It says a lot about your well, taste in women. I, I, <laughs> I kind of have a thing for Connie Britton. Right. So I might have to... I like Sandra Bullock, but I'm not... Sandra Bullock's Speed, I had a thing for. Oh, yeah. For sure. I could see that. When Speed came out. But but I'd say Connie Britton. Connie Britton. Yeah. That's cool. Meatballs or bouillonnaise sauce? What? Meatballs? Yeah. Or like meat sauce? Oh, or bouillonnaise. Okay. <laughs> uh, meatballs. Meatballs. Sinatra or Dean Martin? Sinatra. Goodfellas or Casino? Goodfellas. <laughs> you can say Goodfellas or anything. Goodfellas or life. Goodfellas. <laughs> What's your dream role? Like, if you could be any role in a Goodfellas. movie. Goodfellas. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you, like, line that up for me. Role? Yeah. Like, mine would be Sharon's. I would love to play um, Ginger Rothstein in Casino. Oh, okay. So, um, do you have anything? That, oh, man. I know. That's I a I tough one. You don't. You should have prepared me. I tried to give you things and you're like no i don't want to see your questions fuck this is fine it's fine i you know honestly now i just can't stop thinking about the nero role so i'm trying to isn't that annoying something yeah it is it's sorry it it is frustrating because i'm thinking of de niro and goodfellas okay i can't do that that's too easy could do like de niro Uh, give me something help help me give me something quick a quick uh you could redo vince vaughn and swingers i thought you know (laughs) that just fucking ran through my head vince vaughn and swingers well yeah but that would be like 20 years ago you could do it now (laughs) i'll do it fuck it let's do it that's it Gonna, I mean, everything Vince else Vaughn, is getting Vince reboot. Va- you know, I, I, like Vince Vaughn had. There's some good Vince Vaughn roles God. that I would like to play because I have that. I like that. Com- I, like I feel like you'd comedy. bring a lot to the breakup. Like you could, the re- you, you no, yeah. Because oh, I wanted to ask you this. I know this is supposed what to be the end. The breakup. What? 
No, go ahead. We I feel like you and I should redo the breakup. Okay. I think I could bring a lot to that Jennifer Aniston. Here's the thing about the breakup, I want to say. Yeah. It was built a comedy, mm-hmm. right? This wasn't really a comedy. It was just like a fucking it like made me, drama with like comedic moments. It made me sad. It's for like everyone. a shitty movie. Like in terms, of, it's actually a good movie. Yeah, but it's like you're you go into that movie thinking, oh, I'm going to see a light, fun comedy, and it was like a dark, depressing like movie with a little bit of comedic oh, moments. Yeah, it was a dramedy. Ish, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's not like... I want the follow-up. I really want... Yeah. I want to see it now, but together. with us. With us. Yeah. Okay. We're like their kids. <laughs> You're like... Yeah. Right. That makes sense. But yeah, we're their age. Right. <laughs> Perfect sense. <laughs> Let's do that. It's terrible. Break. I know Best you advice do- for living with someone. What should you do if you're a girl living with a dude? Because I feel like dudes don't tell us things... Like they yeah. hate being called dudes. dudes um, dude. <laughs> what so, should we not do? Oh, so this is like sort of like advice for <clears throat> for female listeners. Yeah. Sort of like what should we not do? Yeah, and you're helping the guys voice their opinions nag. to the girls they live with. <laughs> nag. Nag. Guys hate nagging, but the problem is a lot of guys are lazy. Exactly. So how do we get you to do things yeah, without that's nagging? That's the tough you? part. We don't know that. That's just that's a life mystery. That's it. Like um, mind trickery. Because I feel like you know, like here's what you have to do. Well, here's the thing. Here's okay. how guys. Let's be operate. honest. No Let's one's see. listening. It's I'm trying just trying to think us. how guys Safe operate. Space. Like. Because guys are okay and filth a lot of times. So, like, unless you're dating, it depends on the guy. Yeah, my guy's cleaner like, than I clean, am. Super clean. Yeah. So then, you know, what do you got to nag him about? So you guys probably get along. He probably nags me more. Right. About that. That's there's always the clean and the the dirty. Well, I'm just very so, busy doing a lot of things. So um, I walk so in the house and it's like a tornado. My, my, yeah. I mean, that's that's a problem because you have to be able to like. You have to like whoever the the not neat one has to force them. They really need to make yeah. that adjustment. Yeah. And if you don't, that's going to cause friction. It's going to be a problem. Okay. Wait, wait. The question is, what can girl? What do girls? Either what shouldn't they do, or like what's nice about living with someone? <laughs> like, I mean, what do you look forward to when you come home? Oh, you know, it's all the good stuff. Like, hey, we're gonna Netflix and chill. Yes. Like, 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 just lay in bed and relax. I and just like cuddle. being lazy. Right? Yeah, it's easy to be lazy. I think the tough part with living with people, I think you have to have, A, you always have to have your own lives. I think if you don't, then that's a problem. There's too many, I feel like I have some friends, not too many, but friends who live too, they're like too they're a uh, unit. dependent on each other. And it's nice to an extent, but like, if you don't have, if you can't separate yourself from your man or if you're a guy who can't separate himself from the girl, uh. that's a fucking problem. Yeah. Unless you're both so like in that idea, like that's too suffocating for me. So like when, when you live together, I think the biggest, the biggest thing is making sure you're not being the like needy one in the relationship. I know it's so <laughs> where scary. you're constantly on top of the person, uh-huh. especially like for me, like I'm very like, I like to have my own thing, my own space. Like, Especially like as a creative person, yeah. Like I need to like get like get away from me from like like I just need to think. I need to do my own thing. Like, and the good thing is, me and my girlfriend have such such different schedules. Uh-huh. So and she goes to bed. She's like completely different brain than me. She'll be in bed by like nine thirty, uh-huh. up at five, right? And I don't go to bed till like one. So like we, 
<laughs> and, you know, it's easy. It makes it easier because you're not on top of each other constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then you have your date night. You know what I mean? You got, I think that's you important. Your date night. We, we always make sure we do date night one night. Date like, night one night. And she's cool. Like, if I go to go out with my friends or meet my boys, or like, no problem. Like, cool. Like, yeah. we're, okay, what night do you want to do date night? Saturday, Friday, whatever it is. And we just make sure, all right, this night we're going to go. This is for us. That's do it. Do our own thing. That's sort of I, I think, think that important. helps work Works I, mean, I think that's Depends Everybody's different though I don't know I feel like I I haven't been good about Keeping up with date night You have to do lately. date night I've, Because that's the uh, The opposite sign of that, Is you get too busy With each other Your, your separate lives yeah. And then you grow apart Yeah I don't want And that. then you have those issues Yeah And if he's too busy You're too busy And you're not Forcing yourselves to go It shouldn't be a force You shouldn't force yourself to. Do well that. like we forced I walked in Right after I saw you On Wednesday mm-hmm. And I should have I was supposed to come home And edit podcasts And choreograph <laughs> And he was Catching up on The like Fifth episode of The Haunting of Hill House and I sat on the couch and I made it a conscious decision to binge watch until 1 a.m. with him. <laughs> That's a co- right. That was not what I mean by date night. Binge watching. Like, That's this, not. No. That's, That's not, not date, date night. night. That's we're going to binge watch a show together. Date night has to be something where you like. Get dressed up. You have a, yeah, you have a plan. You're going to go to. It could be simple. Yeah. Dinner, movie, Just whatever it is. You go out. You get dressed up for each other. So we you need to look date. nice. Yeah, I need. You don't get you know because like that's the thing. You get used to each other. I know. He's and everybody so gets used, used to, to me to right now. <laughs> I'm either in workout clothes. He's so used to. Yeah, you have to have my a little, comedy clothes. Little, it's either like a Britney Spears t-shirt, jeans, and chucks, or like tight yoga pants. Right. <laughs> and that's it. Right. I'm never in like a dress and heels. You need to do that. Okay. I feel like that's important. So I need to get all done up. Yeah. God, I used to do that. You got to try. Maybe I'm in a rut. You're probably in a rut. I'm I'm in a rut. It gets too easy for us to go, oh, we, you know, we've been together. The the mystery's gone. (laughs) It's so nice when we first met. You're so so much mystery. There was. Oh, my God. It was so exciting. It was exciting. (laughs) Kiss like a butterfly. (laughs) Now you're like, all right. How often do you French kiss your your boyfriend? I force him to. French kiss? I make him. I, like, hold his face. If you're French kissing. Yeah. At this point, how long have you been together? Like almost two years. Oh, yeah, nobody French kisses. <laughs> it's so me- it's so weird when you first meet somebody. You're like, let me stick my tongue in your mouth forever, and then like, <laughs> like six months later, you're like, hey, give me smooch. Exactly. What is going it's like, on? Did our lips We're even? So touch? weird. Humans are fucking weird. We're so fucked up. Like, let's just, you know, maybe we just have sex real quick. Back when you first meet, you're like, oh, my God, I want to just touch your body. Everything. Oh, God. Why are we like that? Yeah. Ah, oh, fun. People are fun. <laughs> um, so the mo- I don't know if this helped. <laughs> I think it helped. It's, it's just yeah. what it is. You got to figure out but, the messy one. Yeah, and you figure out the messy one and the French kiss one. <laughs> yeah, French kiss. Stick your tongue in your... You know what? Go home tonight. After this podcast, <laughs> go stick your tongue in your lover's mouth. I don't care if we've been together 12 years. <laughs> and watch them go, what the fuck? What is really creep them out what for Halloween. <laughs> Are you guys being a couple's costume together? 
No, I'm not even dressing up. No, we have to go to a goddamn Halloween party together, and it's his birthday also. So I have to I, like, like it, yeah. it's a thing. Like yeah. I can't not. And of course, it's a party that's run by like two very Hollywood people, oh, and it's fancy. a lot of like actors and like people that really get into it. Like costume right. departments are probably helping people really? with their costumes. You, you, so you have the cool friends. I don't I have don't. anything like that. We don't. I, we're, I, we're, you were at Tommy's birthday party last year. <laughs> you can come this year. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. But, I can meet that guy who ignored me at comedy. Exactly. For a third time, so oh he can God. ignore you. Again. Hey, remember that conversation? No. No. Fuck off. Watch watch um the Goldbergs though. Um The Gold why Goldbergs? No, he's not. Oh no, he's not, not a different, different See, show. that was different like a show. that was if you really want to dig deep, you'll be able to figure out who it is. But it's same network, same <laughs> Yeah, you're not gonna figure out who it is. <laughs> That, you dig deep. that was just for us. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, do you? Why are there not Zenoscope costumes for women? Because we've I feel been, like well, we've tried. We've talked to um, a couple places about that. Because uh, there's hot costumes that exist that are yeah, like adjacent have, to your characters, and we have had costume designers, like cosplay girls. Design, excuse me. <laughs> Designing, burping up burping veggie girl. That's your, fine. Your, yeah, veggie girl's coming up on me here. Um, totally got a little agita. That's my fault. Say. I did that to you. Um, we've talked about it. We we have a lot of cosplayers who've designed really awesome. If you look up Xenoscope cosplay, okay. Well, you get a couple things. You'll get like some of our cosplay covers, and then you'll get some girls who just have done really cool costumes and we've had them made we just haven't had like a costume deal done but i think that all comes with also with like a huge motion picture is that the goal yes like a franchise like our walking dead would be nice getting a walk that was the scariest part of halloween horror nights by the way because i had never seen walking dead and they made me go in the front for that maze for the zombies which is fun though Uh, yeah it's always fun being in the front like it's the scariest part but like they're and they're still actors are still (laughs) they're they're (laughs) fresh (laughs) they're not just like laying like go go Go. yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm not allowed to touch you so this is Um, stupid yeah yeah yeah, you need to have... That's part of the thing, because comic books are still pretty niche. I mean, I, not a lot of people are like... You know, there is that... There's a, there's definitely people who read them, and there's people who are into them, but yeah. really until you have that big hit, then those licensing deals are a little bit easier to come by. Okay, well, I have full faith that you're going to have that big hit within oh. the next 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> within 10 years. And I better be right. a part of it. 10-year plan. I think this podcast is actually going to really Ten years. you know, break the ceiling for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you're amazing. Yeah, I loved you having amazing. you here. Can you pimp yourself out and tell everyone where to find you, please? Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm so or good don't. At, well, no. Um, well, as Jackie said, xenoscope.com mm-hmm. is our is our site. Yes. You can see some of the cool stuff we do. It's really cool, guys. Um, Check it out. And you can follow us at Xenoscope on Twitter or on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I have a I have a Twitter page I use once every blue moon. You get some good Ralph ones out. You've been using it more. Ralph Tedesco. Ralph Tedesco. I do. I'm just not great at it. Maybe you should be better. Maybe oh, you should do it more. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and post more. Yeah. I think I'm up to like a thousand <laughs> follows. So happy. Getting there. So happy you are here. Thanks. Um, I have everyone do a read of a little part of a Lady Gaga song because she's a goals guest mm-hmm. for us. Um, so I picked the song Poker Face for mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. you played a lot of poker. 
in I, our days. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just played last week. That was fitting. Um, so you can interpret it however you want. You can read one line, two lines. You can read the whole goddamn song. I don't care. Um, See, so he's looking at me like he's going to murder me. So all you have to do is read it. I think it should be as how you think... <laughs> You're Tony and Tina's character. Oh, you do, you want me to do Dominic? Dominic would read it, of so you course. could maybe start at the beginning of the song. I just heard this yesterday. Oh. Did you ever hear her acoustic uh, piano version of this? Yes, it's amazing. The Edge of Glory, uh, her piano version. Well, I have to read this. Just read it like Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hold them like they do it. I can't do this. Yes, you can. I want to hold them like they do in Texas Place. Fold them, let them hit me, raise a baby, stay with me. I love it. Love, game, intuition, play the cards with spades to start. And after he's been hooked, I'll play the, the one that's on his heart. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, E, oh, oh, oh. Where's the part where she's like, poker face? Ma, 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 ma. Okay, I'm done. You killed it. That was great. That brought me. That was my Dominic. Brooklyn Tony and Tina That's like um, Tony also I want to roll with him Hot pair Yeah You killed it Thank you so much For Thanks. being here My Thanks face for hurts for me read that Yeah you're welcome My face hurts How's your eye It's <laughs> I'm sorry Fuck That's not funny Forgot about that Alright Well you're amazing Everyone please go follow Ralph and Zenoscope And if you have any questions For me or Ralph Just email me At what's your jersey Podcast at gmail.com And Again, Meatballs, I can't do this podcast without you. So thank you so much for listening, supporting, and reviewing, and sharing with your friends. Um, I love you guys. You're the best. I love you, Ralph. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when